My name is Katherine Kaufman, and I'm a psychic medium here in Lexington, Kentucky. Welcome to my every Monday night show. This is where we discover what and who we are in this journey called life. Um, hey to Laura Day. And now, Laura, I need for you to uh, write a comment and let me know if you can see me okay and if you can hear me okay. Um, trying some new techniques today and i really have no idea of whether they're working or not um it seems that facebook has changed all the streaming stuff and i may need to go with a different deal next week i don't know um hey to all you guys over here on instagram moon miss special shout out to my friend joy hall magical monday indeed my friend Oh, I'm great. That's great, Laura. Thank you for letting us know that you can see and hear me okay. And then I won't be, um, you know, kind of paranoid because the stream has changed. Used to, you could see yourself on there. You could kind of check and make sure let your hair is in place and your makeup is on. But I'm seeing nothing but the comments right now, which is fine as long as you guys can see and hear me okay. Hi to Ina Thompson. Let me check the professional page. A shout out to Angel Lee. Good to see you here tonight on the professional page. On the professional page for you guys. If you want to join in the chat, I left a link in the description of the video for the personal page. And that is where I do the interaction and answering questions. So if you want to join in on the chat or you have something to say, you want to ask me something, if you're on the professional page, Katherine Kaufman Psychic Medium, click the link and come over to the personal page here. <coughs> Sorry. Hey to Melissa Wilson. Um, thank you, Laura. I, I fixed my hair and put my makeup on, especially for you guys on Monday nights. No, I already had it on, but I just kind of spruced myself up. Okay, on to our topic, how to create a sacred space. And, you know, I get a lot of questions on Messenger and on my email and in sessions. And that's where the shows come from on our Monday night is if I find that there's more than one person that's asking the same question, that kind of triggers me that I need to do a Monday night show on it and uh, put it on the YouTube channel because the chances are if more than one person has the same question, then there are going to be more people with similar questions. <clears throat> so what I need to do is have a video ready because the sessions are only 60 minutes and there's always things that people still need to know and that's what the YouTube videos are for. And so um any kind of question that you have check out the youtube channel because the chances are there may already be a video about it on there like for example i did a session today and the person who came to see me ended up being clairsentient and they have no idea what that means as far as them being an empath or how to manage it so you know there are probably five videos on the youtube channel that came from monday night shows about clairsentience and empathic ability so 
there's a lot of good resource uh, material already out there for you. And chances are there is a video or something close to that on the channel. So go ahead and check the YouTube channel out. I'll leave a link in the comments on the YouTube channel. So, hey, Angel, I guess you used the link and came over here. Um, hi to Dana, Likens Fleener, Barbara Bacon, big shout out to Barbara and Crystal Crazy, Cindy Hall, big shout out to you, and Christy Osborne Glass, hi to you and thank you for helping me with this. Um, also, the crystals and gemstones are a big part of how to create a sacred space. And some people just want to use those in their sacred space. And we're going to go into aspects of using those in a sacred space. But Barbara, if you have specific crystals that you might have or gemstones that you might have that a lot of people use for their sacred space, like I know a lot of people use amethyst and quartz crystal in their sacred space. Can you possibly chime in on a comment on that, Barbara, and let us know what you have available? So how do you create a sacred space? There's really no specific technique. And you know, that it's so individualized. I don't think there can be specific technique for this. Uh, there are certain aspects that we need to kind of pay attention to, but it's so individualized that uh it really is going to vary from person to person and you know when you think about it it should vary from person to person it's kind of like if i set 50 people down in front of me and said here's a piece of paper write on it what you think your idea heaven is like you're gonna get 50 different answers because it has to be so individualized for that person and the sacred space is just like that so the first thing that we want to do is choose an area or a space in our home that it, we can dedicate to ourselves that is just for us now that can mean one of several things it can mean setting aside a small room okay like maybe you have a pantry that you could clean out and dedicate to being a, a sacred space. Maybe you have a small bedroom that you can clean out and use that. If you don't have those, maybe there's a closet that you could clean out and move a lot of stuff out of and dedicate that for your sacred space. Um, and that's gonna take, you know, going through things, going through clothes and weeding out and getting rid of a lot of stuff and letting stuff go in order to make room for the sacred space. Now, if you don't have a small room, if you don't have a closet, I have even done the corner of a room, cleaned out completely the corner of a room and then used some kind of partition or some kind of curtain. We also need to really think about the partition or the curtain needs to be something uh, special to indicate that you're going from one space into another. You're going from normal everyday life into a sacred area where there's specific purpose or, or quiet. And so the division needs to indicate, okay, now you're entering into a different energy area. So the partition 
can be one of those screens that you can, a folding screen that you get off of Amazon. It can be just a curtain. It can be a curtain of beads. So there's several things that you can use for that. I have even also used a door just with, you know, struts put on it to hold up the door. Um, just a plain lightweight door can be used. And then you can also like, you could paint the door um, with certain colors or even, you know, some kind of scenery on it, indicating you're going from one space to another. Uh, so, so that uh, people know, you know, this is your sacred space. It's not theirs. And it indicates to them that traffic does not go past that point, that it is dedicated for the sacred. So the next thing that you need to do is actually dedicate that space uh, before you start bringing items into the space. It needs to be dedicated and cleansed. Uh, so let me check for questions and make sure that I'm caught up on this kind of stuff. Barbara says, have fun with it. Absolutely have fun with it. This is such a creative process um, that involves a lot of different things we're going to talk about. And it can be so creative and invigorating and it can really rejuvenate your soul to make this space and you'll find that during the day, you're kind of looking forward to visiting that space when you get off of work. Let me check the professional page and make sure that um, we address people over there. Hey to Melissa Begley, Jody Price, Miroslava Dere. And I just want to remind you guys, Melissa, Jody, and Miroslava, that I'm engaging on the chat on my personal page, and there's a link in the description if you want to hit that and come on over to the personal page. Otherwise, just hang out on the professional page and enjoy the show. So dedicate the area before you bring in items. That can be a sound clearing or a smudge, like if you want to smudge the area. If um, you can't burn stuff in your apartment or house, you can even use uh, one of the sacred sprays that Barbara offers at her shop. Um, I like to use the one that's dedicated to the angelic to angelic work. And Barbara, if you would write a comment what the name of that one is, I can't remember offhand and I forgot to bring it down here with me. But that's one of my favorite ones, and I love to use that in my sacred space. So Christy says. Her space is the section of a room, a 10 by 4. She just hung up some curtains for a divider. It's amazing. You know, Christy, I would love it. I would love it if you would snap a picture and put that on the feed for us of your sacred space. That would be so awesome, and it might really inspire somebody else to make their sacred space in a similar way. Uh, so Laura wants to know, is the sacred space the same thing as an altar? Yes. If you, but it's actually a little bit more than an altar. Um, if you can't have a small room dedicated to your sacred space, if you can't get a closet cleaned out for one, if you can't even afford to have the corner of the room dedicated to it, then you can certainly put like an altar on top of a shelf or on top of your dresser. The problem with that is the sacred space is an area that you can escape to. And 
to have it on a shelf or on a dresser may not be enough of a separation to give you mental relief or to help you focus on what you want to do with that sacred space. And I hope that answers your question. Hello to Gina. And let's see, Barbara says, we suggest to our clients that paint color is the cheapest, most powerful way to set your intentions and feeling you want to create. Yes, Barbara, you're so right. And that was the next thing that we're going to go through. So before you start bringing your um, items in, make sure that you do a sound clearing or that you smudge. And that's going to really do a zero set point for the energy. And then when you start bringing things in, that those are going to be layers of energy that you're instilling into the area. So <clears throat> uh, try to think about, you know, what is the function of your space? And we have three different functions that we're going to look at. The first function would be to have a respite. The second function would be for specifically prayer work. And the third function would be for growth and achievement. Um, so let's look at the first area of respite. And this is just an area of escape, an area of quiet, an area to cleanse the energy after a bad day. And so some of the things that you can use to achieve that if, you're, if your function is a respite area is to use binaural beats, uh, meditations. So you'll want to get a headset and maybe <clears throat> you can use your phone or maybe put your tablet in there to use to listen to the binaural beats. Visual images can also be used. I've known of people who, if let's say they have just a corner of a room or maybe even a closet, will put a small relaxation mural on the wall, or maybe even a picture of like a deep sea picture or a beach, just something that carries them away visually to a different area of rest and relaxation. It's whatever they associate with, you know, removing themselves from the normal world. That could be you know, a running mountain stream, a beach, anything like that, visual image. Color can also be used in your little area or space. And you always want to make sure that you have a really comfortable chair. Now, if you're using your area function-wise for a respite, I can suggest as one of the zero gravity chairs if you have room for one of those. But let's look at the different colors and what they kind of uh, impart a res resonantly on your energy. <clears throat> so if you're using white in your sacred space, that's going to connect you with like spiritual things, spirit, peace, because uh, white entails all of the colors together. And so that really encompasses a big area white does. If you're using red in your um, sacred space for respite, what you may be trying to put into your life is invigoration or restoration, uh, improvement of the life force. So you would put red. And also red has big connotations for success and prosperity in China. So they use a lot of red. The color blue indicates peacefulness, calmness, 
peace of mind, prayer work, uh, really, you know, evaluating the truth of things, maybe trying to accept truths that are hard for you. And so um, those are things for blue. Green can represent revitalization, restoration, growth, refreshing. So if you, uh, the function of your area is to, uh, let's say, improve your business and give you ideas, green and yellow would be great colors to use in your sacred space because yellow is inspiring it's creative it also dispels negativity and so you really want to look at what kinds of colors do you need to use when you're in your space your sacred space uh, and you can incorporate them in different ways you can have you know your chair with a throw of the color that you're trying to bring into the area you can certainly uh, paint the area whatever color you're trying to focus on or bring that energy in uh there are different items that you let's say if it's a corner of your your room and you can't paint you can certainly use throw or use colored pillows or a colored candle or you know to bring that energy of color into the room let's see what questions we've got here so Hey, Jennifer Rigdon Cash, good to see you. Barbara says, include items that appeal to your senses, comfortable chair, music, incense, oils, and candles. Absolutely. That's all the things that we're going to cover. So, and it's so much fun, Barbara, you're right. It's just so much fun to create and to, you know, collect the things to put in your room. So Laura says, yes, I have a chest of drawers that just became an altar without me realizing it. Yeah, we kind of naturally do this, don't we? Pictures, handmade items from kids, rocks, shells, feathers. It's precious, precious things. Even includes a dress I wore as an infant. You know, Laura, you could even go a step further and take those things and put them into an actual sacred space and make it so much more function-wise for you. So Cindy says, I have my vision board above my head too. Exactly, Cindy. Let's say that um, you want to get creative for your business and the sacred space is used for ideas and further growth. So you might want to use greens and yellows and put that vision board there to bring your focus in on uh, those things that you want to concentrate on. That's an excellent idea. Uh, Christy says she made her own bean bags. That's awesome, Christy. Again, I would love to see a picture of your room. Christy, <laughs> post it on the comments, please. Uh, so Barbara says for candles, we recommend Reiki infused candles made by Crystal Journey Candles. Awesome. Um, if you have the link to those candles, Barbara, that would be so helpful. Um and to just drop that in the comments for people. That would be awesome. So let's see. Ina says, I did this to a spare bedroom without knowing it. Cleaned out so much. Painted the room a beautiful blue with white comforter curtains. Added pictures of trees. It's so calming and serene now. That is awesome, Ina. 
And so you could further that purpose by, and we're going to go over that, um, you know, maybe use it for a prayer room, maybe use it for a growth room, maybe use it for a respite room. Hi to Paige Denise. And let's see, Barbara says, if you don't know where to start, maybe find a rug you like or fabric and throw, throw pillows. Excellent. And Christy says, does anyone know how to post a pic during a live feed? In the comment, like where you write a comment, there should be an option there to the side where you comment for a picture to be posted. But if not, Christy, uh, after the feed is over, you can put the picture on there. Oh, Barbara says, also, do not forget a do not disturb sign. Absolutely. So that no one will bother you when you're in a deep meditative state. I told my family that unless the house is on fire, don't bother me. <laughs> That's a good one. Absolutely. A do not disturb sign. So now that we've gone through the colors, let's look at the other two functions of our uh, sacred space. And number two function was prayer work. So for prayer work, you can use lots of blue or lots of white to represent spiritual matters, spirit, peace, truth. Um, also, if you want to know more about spiritual communication, specifically using gemstones, I have a uh, PDF teaching specifically on that, what gemstones you can use and, and the techniques on how to use them in the um, PDF webinar. It's a past webinar, but I've saved the PDF and the video. So if you want that information, um, it's $30. You can message me and I will send that to you. But it's a really, really good teaching. No, wait a minute, that one's not 30. That one's 15. It's the advanced psychic protection that's 30. So if you want that for $15, you get the PDF download and then you get a link to the online webinar video that we did where I answered a lot of questions. So just message me if you want to purchase that. But it's it shows you specifically how to use um, gemstones for communication. And these are techniques that mediums use to uh, communicate with spirit and uh, the beyond. So it's very interesting. The number three function is growth and expansion. And again, that's use, a lot of use of greens, yellows. You can incorporate a few blues in there only to steady yourself so that you can see your path and where you need to grow and where you need to go. Uh, for growth and expansion, you can have collections of books in there, a journal where you write your journals, uh, self-help studies on CDs and a and a headset and a player you can put in there uh, for listening to recorded material. And then you can use gemstones that foster growth and creativity. You know, for like example, you could use citrine or maybe some green gemstones for growth uh, and prosperity like jade. And so jade and citrine would be an awesome combination for somebody who's focused on growth and expansion. So I want to give you an example before we end tonight. I want to give you an example of kind of what somebody was asking me on a message and, and kind of how I responded. Let me make sure that there's no more questions and let me hop over to the 
professional page. And let's see. Hey to Samantha Taylor. Uh, good to see you on here. And I'm checking Instagram. Hey to Jonathan Hansen. Good to see you. All right. So here, here was one of the questions I got, and here's how I addressed it. So this person wants to know how to... Uh, that they wanted to create a, a space where they can go and meditate and feel safe and quiet, a place where they can use their crystals and manifest things, and a place to write in their journal and possibly work with their oracle cards and a learning place. So they're kind of incorporating a lot of elements into that. And so here's how I address that. So the first thing you want to do is add one item for meditation, like a set of symbols or a small gong or, or a Tibetan bowl. And then since you want to add the element of crystals or gemstones, maybe make a crystal grid for manifestation or what your focus is. Put that in your sacred space. And then they wanted to add the element of the journal in there. So you would add your journal and a, maybe a special stand for the journal as a holder or maybe even a special pen to inscribe into the journal. Um, they wanted to add the element of tarot or oracle cards in there. So what you would do to add that element is to have a special decorative cloth that is um, one that you put your cards on while you're doing your layout and after it's over you fold your cards up either in a decorative box or in that decorative cloth and tie it with a ribbon so it it makes it more special more attention more focus and the all of these items would be elements that go into your sacred space representing each quality of each item that you wanted to bring into that sacred space so Ina says <clears throat> in my blue bedroom it is is it disruptive to have our modem and router there that was the only good location for them with a connection in the middle of the house I don't think it's disruptive Ina in any way but you may want to put up like maybe you could put a little divider or a little screen in front of them so that your focus doesn't get detracted from what you're trying to do. And there are plenty of little decorative screens that you can set up in front of the modem and the router so that it, you haven't got the, the lights blinking and the distraction there. The only detraction I think is probably just the distraction uh, from what you're trying to focus on while you're in the room. So Barbara says, remember to keep a TV out and try if possible not to use this room for any other reason. This is your sacred spa space to heal. Absolutely. And get Shungite. Uh, Shungite is an excellent one to have for the sacred space. Um, Barbara, if you could write in the comment what the name of that angel spray is that I got from you. I really like that to uh, just kind of settle and even the energy in my sacred space. Um, but I can't remember the name of it. Oh my gosh. But there are several other sprays that she has at the shop that are really great for this type of work. And it really depends on, you know, what kind of function 
that you're using for your sacred space? What is your focus for that sacred space? So I'm checking to make sure we don't have any questions on the professional page. And uh, I'm going to leave a link to the YouTube channel um, for the past videos in case you all are interested in any of those past videos. There's like five videos on clairsentience. There's five videos on how to see an aura properly. Oh yeah, Angel Speak, she says. Barbara says, Angel Speak is my absolute favorite. I love that one. And I use it all the time in my sacred space. So it's one of my favorites. And Shungite will aid in helping with EMF. So let's say you want to make your function a respite space and you've been around electromagnetic energy all day and you need to kind of cleanse out your aura and zero point it, Shungite would be excellent to use in your sacred space. With that, I'm going to conclude tonight's episode, and I look forward to seeing you next week. And I guess the feed did okay. Everybody's seeing me and hearing me okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and if you have any questions about this, drop them in the comments. I will still be answering questions up through tomorrow. Look for this video on the YouTube channel. It will be loaded up probably tomorrow. And I will see you next week. Until then, you guys have a fabulous week. Kisses from Kentucky. And I will see you next time.